everyone. Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm so excited to have my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Greg Eckel on today's show. And we're going to be talking about, is brain regeneration possible? So Dr. Greg Eckel has spent over the last 20 years developing and refining his unique approach to chronic neurological conditions. In addition to his experience in clinical practice using a combination of naturopathic and Chinese medicine, he has a deep personal connection with chronic neurological disease since his wife, Soraya passed a Kreutzfeldt Jacob disease, a condition with no known cure. As she was the love of his life, he took a deep dive into research and uncovered regenerative medicine and the development of a brain regenerative program. In loving memory of his wife, he has continued to help others with neurodegenerative diseases, improve their quality of life, and find natural solutions. Dr. Greg Eckel is highly respected international lecturer, author, and expert in integrative care for neurodegeneration. He's the co-founder and owner of Nature Cures Clinic in Portland, Oregon, and has appointed has been appointed by the governor of Oregon and served as the board president of the Oregon Board of Naturopathic Examiners. Um, he's been featured expert on ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox television stations. So we're going to be talking all about how brain regeneration is possible. And please check out Dr. Ethel's summit airing live the week of June 7th. It's all about um, the brain and how we can regenerate and repair the brain. And so there's a link in the show notes of that as well. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast with Dr. Greg Eckel. So welcome, Greg. It's really a joy to see you here today. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, you and I both um, are naturopathic physicians, and we both have a very similar perspective of treating the root cause of whatever chronic illness um, shows up in our office, and that you have developed really this niche and specialty around neurodegeneration. And really, our thought process of neurodegeneration has evolved. I know since you've been in medical school, myself, and we've learned so much about what's possible and how to really open our minds to maybe the limited perspective we've thought about what is possible for healing the brain. So why don't we just start with the topic of really, because still people might think neurons die, that's it, you know? So is brain regeneration possible in your view? It totally is. And, you know, we have actually Superman to thank for this thought, uh, Christopher Reeves. So about a decade ago, right, he was basically dubbed paraplegic. He lost all sense basically from a neck injury down and they told him he'd never walk again. And up to that point, we didn't really even think that there was neuroplasticity, meaning that nerves could change or regrow. And he had the resources and the mindset and put forth to prove us wrong in the medical community. And thankfully, we had Superman in our court to show us what was truly possible. And he he got to walking again and, you know, with all kinds of different therapies. So he really started the change in neuroscience uh, around, well, we can actually regrow nerves. Like up to that point, it was thought once they're dead, once you have that neck injury and you can't move your arms, your limbs, you're done. Mm. And so fast forward 10 to 15 years, I, I'm not sure on the exact time that he did that, but I've been in practice for 21 years. And mm. I will tell you the rear view mirror is blurring rapidly in the <laughs> background. So it happened back there sometime. So fast forward to today, and uh, we are seeing, you know, I leave the door open for this. So I have seen advanced Parkinson's patients get their lives back with no evidence of disease. I shared before we got on uh, and a really recent win with an advanced 
Alzheimer, patient with advanced Alzheimer's disease, being able to do complex multiplication again, like within 30 minutes of a procedure. I really, you know, every year I speak more and more confidently that our bodies can heal themselves given the right information. And it's our jobs as providers, as physicians, is to remove those obstacles, discover what is the foundation, maybe fill in some nutrients, and then really help the body accelerate in that healing ability. So we always leave the door open. The definitive answer is yes, we can heal the brain. We can get our brain back. And, you know, just to piggyback on that is I have said that I want to live to be 150 years old. Mm -hmm. And people look at you when you say that a little bit odd, right? Mm -hmm. They Sometimes the pin drops of like, did he just say that? Like, have you seen the elderly out there? Like, I don't want to live to be that old, Um, but I don't want to live in that scenario. I want to live with my brain and with my brawn, my muscles and community. And there is, we are living at an amazing time that there are a lot of technologies, a lot of science coming on board that is accelerating the learning component and helping with more and more therapeutics that we're going to talk about many of those today on the show, but I really hope that your listeners and viewers can feel my exuberance because it is so fun to practice this way and to see these changes in real life. Mm, I love that. 150. I usually ask patients, are you in the 120 year plan or 180, but 150, I haven't given that yeah. that option. So here we go. So <laughs> I love that. And I, um, I recently had dear patients in the office and one of them 75, 76 and such in such good health. And I'm like, we, we are wired probably to live um, so much longer than our collective consciousness really realizes again, as we look at this juxtaposition of how the brain can heal and how the body can heal, and then we kind of look at what we're up against as society, like, right, I have, it's been a year or two, but I think um, one in 10 over 65, right, um, have some type of cognitive decline or dementia, you know, um, you know, cancer rates are increased amongst the elderly, um, heart disease, all of these things. And so nobody wants to live a long, sick life, but if we can really just continue to understand tap our potential. And I also think, okay, when you're 70, you're supposed to retire and, you know, relax. And well, of course we want that in life. It's like, you've just had all this amazing experience, whatever your profession is. It's like, that's the time where you should be sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and, you know, feeling, you know, good. You're going to be teaching young doctors at 150, right? So (laughs) in exotic locations around the planet, right? Actually, that concept, Stanford Longevity Center, their director, um, her name is going to escape me right now, but she said, we need to actually rethink what this life pattern got programmed into us. And actually, some friends of mine too, Garrett Gunderson says, create the life that you want to live, not that you want to retire from. Mm -hmm. And so it is a whole mindset shift of like, why not create the day-to-day where you have more energy, you have more joy, you have more love, you have more fun for crying out loud. Like, when do you, do you put those in your goals every day? I do. And guess mm-hmm. what? When you actually focus your chi and energy on those things, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. It's a good way of living. And so like, why, why not write it that way rather than the old story is broke and we're seeing the, the, it come unraveled and it's not pretty. It's not going easily or quietly into that dark night. It's grappling for, you know, control. And, and that, you know, I think I'm encouraged in that there's an acceleration. And I mean, it's ugly. Uh, it's not pretty, but mm-hmm. it is happening. And so 
you know, like just allowing that to happen, but then writing what is the more beautiful future our hearts know and desire. Like that's, that's the discussion on this, you know, having the brain heal and repair itself and recover. These things are not talked about. In fact, discouraged from talking about. And I'm I'm here to say we're seeing it clinically. So mm-hmm. I love this. I love this. And again, yeah, opening up our minds to what's possible and then allowing life to unfold to fill in, you know, the tools, the therapies, the treatments, but coming from that framework and that mindset of um and that intention, you know, that you know, healing, no matter what it is, it's it's possible. So no, I, I love this. And so as you have developed your understanding of neurodegeneration and the chronic illnesses um, you see, you developed a framework that you call fancy. And so I, you know, I interviewed you on the podcast a couple of years ago when the book came out. I'm just, we do so many interviews. I'm like, you know, so this was, um, you know, we introduced the concept, but, you know, many people might not have listened to that podcast yet. So I would love for you to just share this approach and how you came to this uh, framework. Yeah, for sure. So the framework came out of my own need, um, right? So I really got catapulted into neurodegeneration and brain health with um, my wife, Soraya. So she passed three years ago and she had a rare condition called Critzfeld-Jacob disease, CJD, which is a prionic activity, which is also not pretty. It is a rapidly progressing dementia. She went from one March, uh, we took a family trip, everything was great, to April, rapid decline to May, not able to communicate anymore. And it was nothing like I had ever seen at that point, 17 years in medical profession. You know, I exhausted all of the resources that I had in kind of my world and alternative medicine. So I went into Western medicine and I, you know, I like to say my moniker is where East meets West naturally. It's like complete care to access all of the systems. But I already knew the system was fractionated by all of, they basically make my practice here in Portland, Oregon, and that people don't get adequate care. There's not enough time, the system's broke, right? But to then actually experience it firsthand with your loved one's life on the line, it, I mean, it just really ripped me open as a human, as a practitioner, provider, loving husband, father of my children, I just thought there's got to be another way of helping people. And so out of my own need, you know, neurology hasn't really advanced in 350 years of some of these diagnoses like Parkinson's. There's not really been any new advances there, right? It's kind of similar dopamine, dopaminergic receptors. Now we have a deep brain stimulation that you can do. That's about it. I just thought we can do better. So I swung for the fence. Uh, What I came up with did not help Soraya but it is helping thousands of patients right now. And I'm hoping to, you know, even make a bigger impact with doing podcasts like this and educating people, more books, et cetera. So it came out, this fancy approach is F is for functional. It's a different way of addressing health and it's not on disease processes. So it's it's actually a very radical difference. It's naturopathic. We treat people, not diseases. And so you might be seeing functional medicine practitioners, but they've got come up with the system of we're treating pathology and disease processes. And it's hard to take those lenses off versus a component of treating heart-centered beings moving through time and space that have the ability to heal themselves given the right information. So that functional is kind of what it is a small, maybe semantics, but a radical different starting spot. 
And then we move into A is assessment. And all too often with neurodegeneration, people only their brain, you know, you go see the neurologist and then you get put on some medications, mainly for symptomatic management. And then you get monitored on your decline and it's agreed upon you either slowly or quickly decline, but you're going to decline because we have not found any remedy or cure for this condition. So that really is what motivated me coming out of that with Soraya. It, you know, multiple levels on multiple fronts. And I think we talked quite a bit about that journey in our last time. And so for now, for this show, I really want to focus in on like the, the hope aspect and, and really where I see us going as a species collectively. Like I agree, we have not been taught how powerful we haven't even fully actualized ourselves as of yet on the planet because of these limiting beliefs. If you don't think you can do it, you're not going to do it. Like, mm. you know, you get the Roger Bannister uh, analogy of the four minute mile before he ran a four minute mile. Nobody had ever run a four minute mile. He did it. And then guess what happened in the next year? It was like 26 more people all of a sudden can do it. And so why? Because our minds are that powerful. It's like, oh, it is doable. Look at that. And then everybody started doing it because they, they freed their minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not a piece of providing false hope. So in the assessment, we definitely need to turn over some stones looking at the microbiome. There's tons of data coming out. I know you educate your listeners and viewers on that tremendously. The gut is the second brain. We manufacture all of our neurotransmitters there or many of them. So we look at that. We look at the metal burden and levels of toxicity in the body. We know in for misfolded proteins, which is prionic activity, well, that is alpha-synuclein in Parkinson's, beta amyloid plaque in Alzheimer's. They're also implicated in anxiety states now. So that, you know there is some prionic activity in anxiety states as well. The assessment people aren't getting a complete workup. So that's why there's no hope. There's been no movement because people are just stuck in, it's your brain, go see the neurologist and get the medication, right? And the meds aren't there to correct any imbalances. So we look at the basic three that I call the three-legged stool. At the minimum, it's hormone testing, it's metals testing, and it's microbiome testing. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a lot of nuances in there with maybe some biomimicry of viruses, um, Lyme, co-infections, mold toxicity, autoimmune conditions, all of these things can circle around and create um, neurodegeneration. So we look at all of that. That is in the assessment. And then the N in the fancy is nerve health. So there's a slew of nootropics from just B vitamins to essential fatty acids. And we can unpack all of these in our discussion today off the cuff, the endocannabinoid system is one of my favorites to talk about. Again, didn't learn about that in medical school, Mm -hmm. discovered after I graduated. Um, Not that I'm that old, but maybe I am. (laughs) You're reverse aging. (laughs) Indeed, I am. I am. You know, we've got all of the nerve nutrients. And then I have a dash C and C is for cellular regeneration. This is the most exciting component of the biggest lever that I've put in on programs for my patients. And it's really regenerative medicine. And so it's really helping the body heal itself by getting some really amazing information into it. So that's my fancy approach. I like the framework because it helps, you know, I just did a consult today, woman with Parkinson's getting worse. 
And she said, it just, I don't know what to do. Like you get online and there's so many things and so, so much chatter and everybody says, do this, do that. And what I have found is it's not just one thing. It's not the missing magic bullet purple pill. It's more of a lifestyle, all encompassing program, Mm -hmm. being with the right providers that can hold the space for you. Like things can get really dark, especially as your brain is dead you know, degrading, loss of sense of smell, the constipation, these early symptoms of Parkinson's and some other neuronal cell death, we, they're very ubiquitous. We can blow those off. But then once you start developing, like, you know, some of the symptoms of multiple sclerosis or ALS or Parkinson's, it's much harder. Like there's so is that tip of the iceberg is getting bigger. That's out of the water. So you see it more, but that means there's been more neuronal cell death. And that's a bigger campaign to get somebody back from that. Now, the good news is, is we've seen very advanced stages of disease come back. So that process, though, I find it to be very valuable to help orient people when they're thinking on, okay, wait, no, this is a, there's a program here. It's not a therapeutic derived or driven remedy because it's so multifactorial is that we're the dynamic heart center beings. And you know, one of those components of naturopathic medicine that taught me so well is to like deep listening mm-hmm. and really being there. The patients, they, they tell us exactly what the path should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's really getting it back to them in a way that they can hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's so true. And so many great points. And yeah, no, I, I think this framework is really, really useful. And at, there's so much noise out there, right? The, all this information is wonderful, but it can be really paralyzing for people, especially when they have complex chronic illness or they're in a state of neurodegeneration. And, you know, we really have to bring them out of that paradigm for one target, one therapy done, your, you know, your, your treat, that's your treatment, right? Wow. And so, um, no, I think you've done a wonderful job, you know, sharing that and giving people really a lot to think about when they're going to approach um, their healthcare. And so a big part of our conversation today, we wanted to talk about all of the exciting new modalities that really bridge this intention and this understanding and knowledge that anything is possible, the body's unlimited, all healing can happen. But all of that also is, you know, attracting the right treatments and modalities at the right time to heal, right? And so- You've been exploring um, this really um, new, exciting way to do regenerative medicine using V cells and light. And so can you just share, you know, what are we talking about right now? Totally. totally. So let me start with a a story on these V cells. So when I, and I think when you went to medical school, we did not know what V cells were. So V cell, it's V-S-E-L. Very small embryonic like stem cell. So these are cells that were all of us were formed from in our mother's belly, in the uterus, the V cells, the very small embryonic like stem cells made us. And then they go dormant when we're born. And occasionally they get activated, like when there's a heart attack or heart damage, they'll get activated, they'll kind of help repair the heart, and then they go back into dormancy. Uh, they were discovered in 2005 by Dr. Ratichak at University of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And th- it is like exponential research happening on these right now. They, of course, in our arrogance, we thought, oh, those are dead cells. They're, wa- you know, waste products, right? There is no waste products in the body. We come in miraculously. Like we understand a lot about how the body functions, but we, like we're just discovered, like the cell just got discovered in 2005. You know, it's like, what? 
how do you dis or the endocannabinoid system the whole system more receptors in our brains than all of the other neurotransmitters put together and that was just discovered in the last 20 years like how does that happen like how do we think we know it all like there's no <laughs> way so the v cells so i had a, i shared this patient story yesterday i'm so excited to share Patient of mine, retired pharmacist, has advanced Alzheimer's. And what we're seeing over this last year of the pandemic is a lot of neurodegeneration is accelerating with our social isolation. It is not good for us as a species to be isolated. We are heart-centered light beings and we like to be together. Like we're a very social organism here. And so he really got worse over the last two years to the point where he hasn't done math for a year and a half. A brilliant man, brilliant man, and really getting into the depths of Alzheimer's. And we did the V cell treatment. So, well, what is that? These V cells are dormant until you turn them on. Well, it's discovered you can turn them on with a laser um, that breaks a salt bond that frees up the V cell that activates it. So, you basically get these really young cells that were you know, part of you as a baby that just went dormant. So you get their telomere length is longer than the rest of our cells. They haven't aged one day since you were born and then you turn them on. So you get this very potent healing, like very small embryonic like means they can turn into any tissue of your body. So we then we activate it. So it's laser activated and laser guided. So then we take this laser and we guide it to the brain or the body on what tissue we want to heal. And it is creates a sticky adhesion factor, meaning they discovered in the lab, they had an aqueous solution. They put a, a red light laser in and they were doing some stem cell research and they turned off the experiment went home for the night, came back the next day, and they discovered where they had the beam of light in the aqueous solution. The stem cells that were in the aqueous solution all clumped together, like visually that you could see them. Now, when you think about that for a moment, this is fluid dynamics. They're not supposed to be able to do that. They're supposed to be floating in this aqueous solution. They were in at the level that the beam of light was. So in that coherent beam of light, there was something, some resonance left in the water, in the aqueous from the light that attracted the stem cells to it. So we've extrapolated that into the body. And so I can target the substantia nigra for Parkinson's. For Alzheimer's, we treat the whole brain with the laser in triangulation and where the nodes over where they overlap are these high high potency nodes more cells come into that region mm -hmm. so back to the patient yesterday within 30 minutes oh i forgot to mention in addition to the alzheimer's shoulder pain mm -hmm. told he needed a shoulder replacement uh because it was, there's nothing that we could do for him i read his imaging i said you know I think we can help that. Let's see before, you know, surgery is scheduled for November. He's not going to need the surgery. Eight out of 10 pain before we started at within 30 minutes, he's moving his shoulder and I'm going, what are you doing? He said, I don't have any pain here. You know, I said, okay. So I grilled him. He said, okay, it's one out of 10 pain, but he had full mobility of his shoulder. He was getting into adhesive capsulitis and totally stuck weakness. Couldn't move without pain. Hmm. Awesome. And amazing. 
even more awesome when they left. He was doing complex math in his head and kind of sharing those results. So he's doing multiplication. He hasn't been able to do any math for a year and a half. Within 30 minutes, it was like, wow, this is miraculous. Like what I've not seen anything work, especially in neurodegeneration that quickly. So it was, I like, whoo, Eureka, we are on to something here. Um, so fun. Yeah. Well, that's incredible. And so for people who are thinking out there, oh my gosh. So we basically have these dormant kind of reservoir of B cells that, you know, we just haven't had a framework or understanding how to tap into them in order to heal and regenerate the body. And so it seems like with using laser and light, we can wake these cells up and then guide them to the areas of injury to heal and repair the body and what it knows how to do. And so, which is fascinating because I know we both before you knew even about B cells and we're working with them we we love um, light therapy and you know this whole you know knowledge base of how we are light beings and so so a couple just really basic questions so people are probably listening like okay what kind of light what kind of laser can anyone do this you know like you know so um just some of those logistics Great question. So this is this whole process has a patent on it on the whole component. So Dr. Todd Ovetskis is uh, the originator of this. So he created a very specific laser. So he's got a filter on. It's a 684 nanometer light, uh, but it's not just the light. So you can't just take any red laser and activate them that I know of. Um, so we've got a filter on that, and it's creating a coherence that a wavelength that is able to break this salt bond in the lab. So how do we know it's doing that? Well, there are basically, you know, we're in part of a uh, protocol development at this moment in time where there we're actually publishing data that has both biology and um, the new physics all in one title. So it's like this bridging of all of the science coming together, which is so fascinating. So it is, um, you you see some breakdown products of the salt bond in the solution. So we know that is what is happening. That's what this light is doing to mobilize the V cells. Mm-hmm. basically turn them on. So it's really in the laser. I guess the the, mm-hmm. the secret sauce is in that laser. Mm-hmm. So, um, But it is 684 nanometer red light with a filter. So that filter is the kind of the special sauce that they've discovered in the lab. There's a specific time frame of getting the maximum V-cell activity as well. So it's not more is better. They've developed that. They've actually published that data. I'll I'll get that paper up to you um, if you can link it in the show notes if you like, because it's really super fascinating stuff. And that's when I learned about it was around that paper uh, publishing. And then utilizing it into the body and guiding them with that that same laser with the filtration on it. It's a coherent wavelength that really, um, they've measured the wavelength of it. It can go up to 500 meters because typically if you just put red light laser on the skin, it disperses topically and you can get, you know, with infrared, you can get about three to five centimeters into the tissue. Um, but on the light therapy, it's much harder to penetrate the body and have it. And so when we're talking going through brain material, it's able to actually the wavelength covers the whole, the distance of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. So he basically, his brilliance was how to 
manipulate red light and yeah. um, change its um, wavelength and, you know, yeah. essentially what that translates into frequency yeah. um, so that it can penetrate deeper to go deep inside the body to break the bonds and wake up these V cells. And I, you know, the naturopath of me is like, well, why, why don't like, how do we do that? You know, like, and I'm so glad Dr. Todd, um, you know, his brilliance and yes. came up with the patent and what we can do therapeutically, but it's just, it, it goes back into that idea of like, wow, we have so much untapped capacity that we don't even realize, right? Like we have this whole stem cell factory in our body that, that we yes. didn't, you know, we didn't know we had that can repair late stage Alzheimer's and repair shoulders. And it, it's super exciting. And so walk us through like how he has trained you. Um, and I know this is relatively new, but you're obviously been using this in practice and really familiar with this patient population. Yeah. Are you feeling like, okay, once this is unleashed, it's kind of like the body does the rest, or do you feel like because of modern stress and how long people are sick, this takes multiple treatments yeah. and lots of work or what, what's kind of a um, expectation? Yeah, it's a great question. So what we're seeing, if you only did that, right, it is a regenerative component. There's some studies on heart patients where they had a 10% ejection fracture, meaning they needed a heart transplant. And he treated 10 patients and Western approach on that condition would be, you know, 8% would be a great response on a treatment for chronic ejection fracture issues and basically cardiovascular disease. The minimum that he got out of these 10 patients was a 15% increase in, in injection fracture up to 110% ejection fracture improvement. So basically healed the heart. And these were smokers and drinkers. They did no lifestyle changes whatsoever. Now, I think they're continuing to treat on an annual basis to improve, but there was, it didn't wear off. Mm -hmm. In other populations, what we're seeing, if it was just the only thing you did, it's basically you've got an incline and you, you know, here is symptoms are happening. And then once you cross the threshold, you don't have symptoms, right? But you're still on the continuum. So if you do nothing else, you're going to slide back into symptomville, meaning it's not a permanent. We haven't seen that to be a permanent change. Now, that's not the only thing. That's why I said this fancy approach with a full programmatic container for people is really necessary because then you're really going for systemic change as if you're getting a new conductor in on your innate intelligence to play a better tune instead of the dysfunctional one. So, and it's relatively new for me, but th that is what we've seen with patients over the last three years with the use of this. Now, others with pain, like the shoulder, et cetera, those are actually permanent changes that don't come back, you that's, know? So that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, this is super exciting. And I know that you are going to only learn more and see more patients and hopefully train, you know, other doctors and how to integrate this. Cause I mean, we've all been wanting this tool and as you know, tools come and go for all sorts of different reasons and our medical toolkit, this seems like, you know, light is so um, accessible. Yes. It's a sophisticated laser, but it's, it's, you know, it just feels, um, you know, very accessible and, you know, hopefully can um, be more widespread and more access will be available soon. So it's super exciting. And I appreciate yeah. you sharing this with our audience and we'll of course share, you know, learn more about all of this. And I wanted to also highlight something I'm excited about too, a product that you develop that you're using with patients um, called clear mind. And it's a nasal spray that um 
combines uh, primarily DMSO and hypochlorous. Um, and can you just share, you know, your thought process around this formulation and what sure. you intend it for? Yeah. And this one really came out of my need with Soraya because the, the component, what kind of the ominous differential diagnosis when you get into really advanced, rapidly progressing dementia is autoimmune encephalitis uh, or CJD, which is the prionic activity. And so I basically started developing programs and protocols as if both of those were going concurrently because CJD, you don't know till your loved one dies and they do a brain biopsy. It's free whether they have CJD or not, because they look for the prionic activity. So got in on the research and realized, you know, there's a ton of data on these products, DMSO and uh, HOCL, both uh, inactivate prionic activity. They clear prions from the tissue. And I got the idea like, hey, we got to get this into the brain. How are we going to get it there? Well, let's put it in a nasal spray. And DMSO is an amazing chaperone molecule. So we also put some a special blend of anti-inflammatories in there as well. That's got a patent pending on it as well. But that was my thought was, you know, we need to get some substances in. So I call it ClearMind because it all also works really well for brain fog. So, you know, folks with brain fog for focus, for clarity, it will help all of those things. Um, and we have it in the neurodegeneration realm. I know it's working in neurodegeneration because I have a, a cadre of patients with Parkinson's. And with that condition, their voices sometimes can get very weak and soft and um, start to get gravelly even. And that is on cranial nerve 10. The vagus nerve innervates the, uh, the vocal cords and it's a part of the progression of the pathology for them. And this spray, I love third-party testimony and that patients started coming back after use and saying, hey, my, um, you know, my staff, they could hear my voice a lot better since I started using the nasal spray. Or I notice when I get it just right, I notice my voice changes. But I really like the third party validation to them. Like, hey, something's different with you. Like, what are you doing? Because I can understand your words much better. You're much clearer. You uh, boom your voice much more. Um, so I do know we are getting a central nervous system effect because their voice is changing. And so that's super encouraging. But we also have all kinds of responses around brain fog, which is a ubiquitous kind of mitochondrial um, sign and symptom that I've I really like the the idea of clear mind. Yeah. Love that. Awesome. So no, I'm super excited. It's a new product to me, but I'm really excited to use it. And, you know, I've had experience with the, both of those products separately. So now in combination, and it's all about, as you said, it's getting the right medicine and the right body part at the right time, right? So accessing the brain can be a challenge, but I, I'm glad that your thought process with the DMSO and obviously intranasal, I mean, we know that's kind of a really a, a source, right? Of infection and inflammation that can create neuro inflammation and neurodegeneration. So it's, it's a great place to also give a treatment. So, um, so, so between fancy, um, between uh, V cells um, and between um, your clear mind, you must be having a lot of fun in practice right now. <laughs> we, are, we are tremendous amount of energy happening. Um, you know, we're, we're really getting the word out and having people fly in actually from around the globe. And it is so rewarding and fun. I'm always humbled and honored that people are willing to get on a plane and get here for this treatment because it is really unique. And we're really stacking all of those therapies together so that kind of holding that vessel 
a lot of times people kind of get into the Western model of like, well, I want to just try one thing. It's like, you know, you have this 800 pound gorilla over here called brain degeneration, and it just didn't happen overnight. Like we need to go full court press to get your teeter totter balanced. And I just find it so rewarding, always encouraged by the results and getting, I mean, that's really, you know, they tell you when you go to medical school, don't get attached to results, but it's like, wow, no wonder the rate of suicide for physicians is so high because they're, they're taught, oh, well, don't get used to re- results and, you know, you basically are running ragged. So mm-hmm. I, I really am grateful that I've had the clinic Nature Cures in Portland, Oregon mm-hmm. over 21 years and we're growing and, you know, we've got awesome heart-centered providers that are here to help support with the work and, you know, we're really on a mission. So it, that's mm-hmm. so fun. So I also wanted to share um, with everyone, you've put together an awesome Brain Degeneration Summit. Um, and can you just share a little bit about, you know, what you're most passionate about with the summit and when it airs and when people can um, listen to it live? Certainly. So we are on a relaunch with new information on this. It's June 7th through the 14th in 2021. And I am super excited about it. I've got a bunch on sound and frequency and light healing in there. And in fact, the um, the originator of the laser and the V-cell, Dr. Todd, I've got an hour-long conversation okay. with some amazing videos of the experience with a Parkinson's patient, a really debilitated advanced stage. And uh, like, it's a miraculous story. So I want, I don't want to spoil it. So you got to tune in to watch that. But I also, I have um, Dr. Chaudhry on there sharing her mantras and sound healing. I have Geraldine Glass who did this amazing sound bowl healing. And if you've never experienced that for yourselves, it is such a high resonance vibration that she put out in a really great meditation that I was like, wow, you just, you provided that for me. And I can't wait to share this with, with folks around the globe. So that uh, is worth the price of admission, which is it's a free summit. (laughs) So, um, but you know, that those are just kind of right off the top. You know, I really incorporated in a lot of information around EMFs. Mm -hmm. Um, I will tell you, I mean, I know they're real and you know that your, your audience knows that for sure. A lot of folks have their heads in the sand mm. around this issue and it's just mounting and growing. Uh, so there's some really practical things though. We made it, we broke it down and made some really practical steps so people don't get overwhelmed with that. Um, so I'm really excited to share that with folks. Um, I've got components on um, even parasites and the changing of the immune system and how that influences brain health. So, um, you know, we've got a lot of great info. We launched this the first time at the beginning of the pandemic. We didn't have as much of a turnout because of the confusion and distraction and for good reason. Um, So I added content this year. So it's new. Um, And we also have the other um, the other information you're in the summit as well. Uh, and, you know, we've got um, that, in, which is really great information for everybody. So I wanted to make sure we got it out to as many people as we could. So we, we made it new. We kept the good content that we started with. We added to it and really excited to share that with folks in the world. 
Awesome. Our audience will love that. And I love Dr. Chaudhry's work and I also love sound baths. It's one of my favorite experiences to do. So I'm so glad that you can experience that virtually now. And um, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be listening to Dr. Todd and um, a couple of the other ones too, that you just piqued my interest. So um, again, we'll have the link um, for the summit in the show notes as well. And yeah, thank you for putting on such a great event and sharing this knowledge with everyone. So thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's so exciting to see where you continue to grow and help to transform not only your work, but obviously the lives of the people that you're changing and transforming. And it's, um, you know, we're ready. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I feel like with the work that I do there, we, we see so many great results, but healing can be hard and it can take time. And, you know, it, it's just fun to see some of these newer technologies and modalities really accelerate and show us what we know to be true, but we might not have, you know, have the modality to really, you know, match the the severity of the chronic illness um, that we see today. So I'm I'm super excited and inspired, and I want people to, of course, know more about where to find you, and if they're interested, also um, in learning from you or coming to your clinic or want to learn more about Clear Mind. How can people find out more about you? Yeah, my website is a great starting spot, NatureCuresClinic.com. So it's Nature Singular Cures with an S clinic.com. I know a mouthful, but that's what we got. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can Google my name or search my name and also really at the website. So we're, we're in a re revamping of it. Um, we'll have a store up there for the clear mind um, within a month or two that's coming offering it wholesale to providers and practitioners. And we really want to get it out into many people's hands because it is amazing for neuroinflammation. So we're, uh, we're helping to clear people's minds with that. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a brave new world, right? So I appreciate all that you're doing to clear our minds and open our hearts. And again, thank you so much for being here and spending another uh, segment on the podcast. Um, and if people want to look in the library and find Greg from probably two or two years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check that one out as well. And um, again, thank you so much, Greg, for being here today. Yeah, I super appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Dr. Eckel. Again, please check out his clinic. And if you want to learn more about B-cells, please check out his website, as well as his upcoming Brain Generation Summit, that you can find the link to the summit in the show notes. I hope you all have a beautiful day.